Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments International and ahamomentsworld.com. Tune in for the next hour and learn to trust your AHA Moments to lead the way to live a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide. I'm Mari, and happy Tuesday. We are moving forward head uh, I guess head first, <laughs> but we're moving forward in our spring energy, and I hope you're you're high with momentum and moving and moving forward yourself. I know I've been working like crazy, and uh, and that's a good thing. It's a good thing to feel like there's you know a little more pep in the step. And even if you live in a place where you don't get a lot of snow, there's still that kind of winter doldrums, that that kind of heavier energy, and that seems to be lifting. So that's that's really nice. It's quite hot here in San Diego already, so um, that's nice, too. It's starting to feel actually a little bit like summer. So um, today, we are talking all about the five best ways to deliberately influence how your day will go. So creating your day, and I know that um, this is a concept that was kind of really brought to light back around 2005, 2006, 2007, uh, from the movie The Secret, um, in, a, in, a, in a little bit more of a watered down way, and um, and I think that people have really forgotten a lot because we have a tendency, especially here in America, to get our kind of talents hooked into an idea, and then you know it's all the rage, and then when it doesn't work for certain people or everybody starts teaching it or just becomes too common, people think, oh, well, you know, they give it a half a chance and then they skip it and they want to move on to the next, you know, the next, you know, miracle pill, the next mantra, whatever. And um, I wanted to get back to basics because we can get very, very caught up in all kinds of, you know, different modalities and different directions and different gurus and who's got the right answer and who's got the wrong answer and, you know, which way is this going to go and which way is that going to go. And then people get very frustrated and then they feel like they need a reading and they need somebody else to tell them what to do. And um, and that's, you know, rather disempowering, especially if you're going to be dealing with, you know, you're not going to have the psychic sitting on your shoulder on a daily basis telling you what to do next. So today I wanted to get back to basics and talk about the five top things that you can do to deliberately influence how your day will go. How will your day turn out? Can you influence that? And we are going to talk about um, how to use your energy and a few tools that I use personally uh, with great success, um, but how to use your energy to influence how your day will turn out. Remember that we all are made up of energy. So we're all interconnected in every circumstance, situation. I don't care if you're in a legal situation or financial situation or relationship situation or a health situation. You can actually influence how people will treat you during the day and how um, things will turn out for you during the day and how you can get from one end of the day to the other and let your energy work for you instead of against you. 
They're always using your energy anyway. Might as well let it work in your favor and not against you. So um, we also will be doing some questions towards the, you know, the middle of the show, like we always do. So if you'd like to ask a question, the number to call in is 347-215-9485. That's 347-215-9485. And Sam will answer the phone and um, get you in the queue. Um, so you want to get on there sooner than later. And then we'll see see where everybody's at, see what everybody has to say for today. All right. So, um, oh, yeah, one other thing, one more big announcement. Um, actually, next week I'm going to be on a TV show. Um, I'm going to be on Guy. I'm, I'm, they're actually shooting the show. I don't know that it's, it's not going to air next week, but where I'm actually flying to, to Boulder, Colorado. They're flying me in to do an hour-long show um, on the Open Mind. It's the show is called Open Mind, and I know the, the first name of the host is Regina. I forget her second name. I don't have it sitting right here in front of me, her last name. But um, she's wonderful, and she's had all the real big folks on there. So I'm very excited about that. Um, so I'll be doing that. You're going to start seeing a lot more of that and a lot more of me because this book is taking on a life of its own, and the press is starting to get interested and um, has the magazine things that are going to be coming out, all kinds of stuff coming up. Uh, for the summer and the fall as we move forward towards the launch of January. So that's very, very exciting. And um, we are good readings. I, I think I have like two spots left. Honest to God, I don't even, eh, I think it was probably around that, um, at least for April. I'm not sure if I'm going to have time to do them in May, but for April, I think we have two spots left. It's been It's been insane how people have jumped on and really enjoying those. And um, and it's actually led to a few people um, signing up for what I don't normally even talk about because um, <laughs> I have a, a special service called a VIP day where you actually spend a full day, actually six hours with me in person, and we do one-on-one work together in person. Um, so it's called a VIP coaching day. And, um, and it's been a, an interesting thing because more advanced people happen to like those Akashic Record readings and they want to move, um, you know, forward in their, you know, in a much bigger way in the world. And they want more customized information that goes way beyond, you know, a workshop or especially a, a little reading. So they're signing up with uh, with me for these full days. And if you'd like to be considered for something like that, you can send me an email. That's support at ahamomensinc.com. And then we can send you the information on on that and what it entails and the pricing and all that kind of stuff. Um, it people are going to be coming in to La Jolla to see me here and we're going to do all sorts of things. Um, and then, you know, and it's customized to each person. And then some people um, I'm actually doing with Skype. So I have some people in, in South America and in Europe. So they'll, instead of flying in, we're going to do their session, in, you know, over Skype. So, I'm really looking forward to that. I love doing that kind of work. I don't take on a whole lot of these each year, but it just seems that, you know, when this when the energy flows in a certain direction, I go with it. And um, I, I think we're just getting people who really, really want to make a difference coming in for these Akashic readings, and this has been sort of bubbling up from that. So I figured I'd mention it to you on the show. So support at ahamomentsinc.com. And if you'd like to get... Um, one of the Akashic Record readings are on the waiting list for the next round. 
um, then also send an email and we'll get you on that. I don't I don't know the page off the top, the registration page right off the top of my head. But uh, you'll at least be in the email stream and you'll get all the latest information on scheduling. Okay, so that I think is it for announcements. Oh, I got to meet Sam today. Not today, on Sunday. Yay! Sam and I have been working together for four years. And because he's up in Seattle and I was in New Jersey or now in California, we had never actually met in person. So he came through uh, San Diego the other day and we actually got to meet. I got to meet his beautiful girlfriend and who was just amazing. And the two of them were just awesome. So we got to go through the fields and walk around the beach and get sunburned and all that good stuff. And uh, so thank you, Sam, for coming into town. We, I'm trying to get Sam and his girlfriend to move here. So I think you guys should all just call in and tell him, move to California, Sam. Move to California. <laughs> and um, and I'm also thinking about having him co-host the show with me because he's been doing such an amazing job for so many years. So let me know if you'd like to hear Sam's voice too. That I think that would be fun. I'm looking for some different things to do on the show so I can you know, have some more fun and, and uh, you know, kind of change things up a, a bit. So um, we'll see about that. But in any event, okay, so let's get to the content again. I see you guys are all calling in, so that's a good thing. And we'll get to the readings in a, in a little bit. Uh, let's talk about these five things. Can First of all, can you influence your day? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I can tell you that you already are influencing your day. You're influencing your day, especially if you're going into it with a huge amount of emotion. And some, uh, uh, and if that emotion happens to be dread, that's an absolute potent, uh, you know, influencer on how things will go for you during the day. I know when I was in corporate America, Sundays were a really not a good day. I, I would be fine up until about 5 o'clock on Sunday, and then I would start to dread. And that dread started to really wear on me and and you know damn if it wasn't that I wake up on Monday and you know you just got to start getting slammed like and now it's even worse I mean I haven't been in corporate since the 90s but um, now it's worse because the, the emails and the and the text messages and everything come on your cell phone and I have my cell phone next to my bed you know because God forbid there's an earthquake or something you use your phone but, I mean, all the East Coast people forget that I'm on the West Coast, so they start texting, like, my sister, she's a teacher, and she's an early bird person. I'm not a morning person at all. And she's, you know, texting me at, you know, 5 a.m. her time. I mean, hello, dude. It's like <laughs> 2 o'clock in the morning here in California. But, um, you know, it, but we can't get away from the bombardment of the texts and the the, the 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 emails and the Facebook and you have it all on your phone and your phone's right next to you and if you open your eyes and you like sort of habitually reach for the phone like I do and you know and you're just looking for an app or something but to get to the app you go through all of the push notifications that come right up on your phone the text the email you know the Facebook all these different posts and whatever and how many emails you have it can be very very exhausting. And you start your day off trying to put up a wall. Now think about that. You start already blocking energy when you're saying, oh, okay, I'll get you. Oh, gosh, no, get away from me. You know, throwing the phone across the room. You're already starting to set your day up. So what you want to do, you know, is, is so, well, before I even tell you what to do, uh, you know, I want you to really start to take stock of how you are, you know, operating throughout your day. And really start to review 
am I putting up a wall? Because as soon as you get aggravated by a person, um, if you start your day off with the news, not a good thing. If you end your day with the news, not a good thing. Even though it makes sense, you know, maybe you're looking for the traffic, you know, right, and the weather, get an app for the traffic and the weather. Don't start yourself off with who's blowing up who and who's, what building is collapsing and, you know, all that other stuff. You want to start your day off where you're centered, okay, and where you're not defended. Because if you defend and you put up a wall, you're literally blocking the good stuff too. And that sets you up for fall during the day, okay? So the first, let's talk about the... um the five things that I personally do. The first thing is, for me, I have done this for 20 years, but and I, you guys probably know this already because I've mentioned this before, but it, it, it's worth repeating. I always wake up very, very early because, you know, you have like my natural sleep pattern. I always seem to, was always being awakened at 4.44 a.m. all the time. And a lot of people, a lot of light workers in particular, are awakened at certain times and they think they have insomnia and it's not insomnia. It's just the guys trying to get you to pay attention so they can give you your messages for the day. And so I figured that out pretty early on. So I do all my writing. I do stuff, my personal writing, my personal challenge for my personal life, um, my own personal readings that I do for myself with my cards, you know, my own communion with my guides. I do all of that during that time. And sometimes they'll tell me, go to this book and this page and read this. Or, you know, maybe I'll listen to guided meditations or I'll listen to one of my teachers, you know, MP3s on my iPod. iPods are amazing to have. I find I'm a, I learn very well from my audio, you know, audio um, just because I don't really have to think so much. And I like having somebody just talk it in my ear. Um, so that is a great way if you're going to get up. If you're up anyway and you think you have insomnia, the first thing I want you to do is always, always, always have a notebook next to your bed because especially if you happen to be stressed out in the mornings when you get up because when you, if you're stressed out, then you can work it out on the page. So soon, as soon as you write something down, it takes it out of just being your mental mind. Remember we have the four layers we uh, layers that we've talked about mental emotional physical and energetic right so it starts to engage when you write when you're thinking horrible thoughts you are really stuck in the mental mind and then you're creating negative emotion negative energy okay negative you know influences physically on your body okay and you're mentally stressed out that all starts to spin all the energy against you. And that also then brings more of that kind of harsh stuff to you. I know that if, let's say, I get up and I have to get up for an early appointment or something, which I usually try to avoid, but I, you know, sometimes you do, and let's say I run out to Starbucks and somebody cuts me off in traffic and somebody's really rude and then somebody else, you know, and then somebody else throws a ball in the street or something, you know, you just have those like icky kind of mornings. I always stop, take a deep breath and like recenter and call in my guys or angels and just say, please ground me and center me. <sighs> Let me shift my gears here because I know that I'm spewing harsh energy and that's what's mirroring back in my environment to me. Okay. If you start seeing that everybody, you know, like you get road rage and then, you know, somebody else is coming after you and you're like, dude, I just, I'm not even 
uh, <laughs> you know, you're kind of in that zone. It seems like every you stub your toe, you can't find your car keys, the cat throws up as you're about to, you know, have the realtor come in the house, you know, all those kinds of things. You, you need to sort of stop and deliberately refocus your energy. Say, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shift now. And I usually will ask my body and I'll just say, okay, I'm going to go get a chai tea. I don't drink them like I used to. But sometimes I just need like a little bit of, you know, a little bit of sugar or just a little bit of, you know, take a few deep breaths to center me, okay? So that I want you to recognize that as soon as you start seeing that kind of stuff happening, it's not them. It's not the world's against you. It's you. It's your energy. There's nothing in your energy, you know, some invisible force that you're pumping out there that you don't need to figure out what it is just so, so much, but you need to change it immediately. First thing, like I said, is having a notebook. When you have your notebook there and you start to write, you engage all four of those senses. You engage your mental mind because you're thinking about what you're going to write. You engage your emotions because you get to pour them out on the page. You get, engage your physical body because your body gets, and then you engage the energy. You, you're always engaging the energy, but now you're influencing the energy in a positive and constructive way. I would say if you need to bitch and moan, do it on the page. Absolutely. Don't think you have to be perfect on the page. That page is completely where you can be totally naked with your your feelings, your emotions, and just say, you know what, I hate this, I don't want to get up, or I love this, I can't wait to get up, or I you know, I want to accomplish this, or I want to accomplish that, or when will he call me, or when will he not call me, or you know, is she cheating on me, or whatever it is. You want to write it down and get all of your anxieties down on a piece of paper. That is the most important thing you can do to start your day. Get everything you're worried about down on a piece of paper. Why does that happen? Because you're literally dumping out your energy. You're giving yourself a clean slate. Because if you put it to paper, your mental mind backs off because it feels it's been heard and it's been expressed. It has not been suppressed. When you suppress your mental mind, you suppress the anxiety, you send your entire body, all those four things, emotional, mental, physical, and energetic, into a panic mode because they're feeling like there's something you're not paying attention to, there's something you're not willing to listen to, so they start to go into alarm mode and you start to hear it more and more and more. And if you keep ignoring it, give it an outlet somewhere, you will see that it starts to affect your body. Your body will be sore. Your mind will be unfocused. Your body might be more susceptible to accidents, to, um, like I said, running into things, you know, slamming the door on your finger, um, you know, dropping a glass, things like that. That all happens because you're distracted, you're not grounded, and because those, there's an imbalance in those four things. When you write, you literally give it expression, and it goes into a place that your mental mind it finds to be legitimate. Your mental mind is very much connected to the physical world. And legitimacy always, writing, anything in writing always feels legit. So give your mental mind a place to express itself without any judgment and just have at it. Put everything you're worried about, everything you're concerned about on that piece of paper. That does not mean you have to fix everything at that moment. But what it does do is it commands the energy to fix it. Because your energy is really where the fixing comes from. People think the, the, the fixing comes from their logic. It doesn't. The energy is what brings the solution. The logic is what organizes the tasks, the, the to-do list that the energy brings back to you. 
okay? But the logic does not solve the problem, okay? The energy solves the problem. If you're ignoring your energy and you're not taking care of it, I'm telling you right now, you're wasting a lot of of time and emotion and adrenal glands and cortisol and hormonal levels, all those things, you are wasting a lot of stuff, you know, by over-revving your engines and trying to use, you know, parts of your engine for other things that it shouldn't be used for. So it would be like, you know, your car. If your car is out of balance and, um, you know, your transmission's about to go, you know, it's overcompensating for something. It doesn't have oil, so then it's running hot and it can't, when it turns to the part that's supposed to cool it, it's not there, you know, so it starts to wear and wear and wear. It's kind of like if you, you know, break a leg and then you have to use the other leg to support two legs kind of thing, right? So that's what happens. And that's why our energy gets all botched up because we're not, we're trying so busy, trying to numb ourselves all the time. So that first thing to influence your day are the pages. And I would write three pages every morning. If you're one of my private clients, you know I say that all the time. It's something I I absolutely live by. The second thing is um, pretty common, but... This one, if you do it with deliberate focus, it really, really works. And that is to envision what you, how you'd like the day to turn out. Now, I've done this when I have to have, you know, customer service calls, when I've had to deal with a tough client that I really don't want to deal with, um, and I have those for sure, um, or when I've had to, um, you know, I'm anticipating a hard conversation I will go and close my eyes and kind of go off into the future at the end of the day when all of that's finished and just think back to how well it all turned out. And this is before I've gone into it at all, but what you're doing is you're influencing how it's going to come up. You're setting the energy up. You have a job interview. You are going to have the, you know, a tough conversation with your boyfriend or girlfriend. You want to, you know, envision. You're going to send the visioning. You're creating. You're literally creating the energy. Um, you know, ahead of time. Now, the other thing you can do is, um, and this is one of the mental things, is that I always do is to tackle the hardest thing you have to focus. The hardest thing of the day, try to tackle it first. I always wake up after I do my morning pages and all my other little stuff and I take my, I go back to sleep usually and get some more rest and I get up. I always look at what's the thing that stresses me out the most what's the phone call I would like to avoid the most or whatever it is, and I do that first. Even projects, like, you know, today I I would have preferred to go out to the beach and do, you know, more fun things, but I focused on my taxes and just finishing that up. So I get it over to my account and get it off my plate. And, you know, and I said, I want to be done with that by the radio show. And with the exception of maybe 15 more minutes, I'm done, which is awesome because I'd like to go out to the beach after the show and I didn't want to have, you know, my time overrun with that stuff. So I decided, you know, and I could have waited till tonight to do all of that, but I said, no, I'm going to tackle it during the day. It's because I want this to be over with the first thing in the day. So as early in the day as possible. When you do that, it gives you confidence and it lightens the load for the rest of the day. If you do the hardest thing first and it's done, and a lot of times those things, you know, take, a few minutes, you know, do that hard phone call first. You know, 
have a conversation with whoever it is as soon as you can early in the day. And then you feel this lightness. And guess what? When you feel that lightness, it's influencing you mentally, emotionally, physically, and most importantly, energetically. It's lifting. There's a lift. Instead of trudging along, being stressed out, and creating all kinds of issues with your adrenal glands and all your cortisol and all the, you know, the adrenaline running and the fear and everything, and you're waiting and you're waiting and you're procrastinating, and you, then you start to try to numb, and people, that's when they turn to the alcohol and the food and the marijuana and whatever else, okay? Um, thing now is to move your body. Move your body. And, you know, some people do, and I'm not talking about do, you know, a full-on go to the gym and, and all that. But if you move your body, again, remember, it's about engaging, okay? And your body likes to participate. A lot of us numb to our body. We don't want to look at ourselves in the mirror because we look too sad or this or that. We don't want to, you know, face ourselves. Maybe our back hurts or our leg hurts and we have to get stuff done so we ignore ourselves. And we kind of try to put, you know, a muzzle on our body. And your body would love to stretch in the morning. If you stretch, like for take, you know, two minutes and you just, you know, bend over, stretch as low as you can, maybe get on the floor and, and stretch to each leg or whatever the best stretch is for you, not just physically, but emotionally it feels good because you feel like, okay, I'm taking care of myself and that never falls on deaf ears. Um, but energetically, you're literally inviting your body to participate in the flow. Body is a giant magnet. Your body is a giant psychic antenna. Your body, whatever you're thinking, your body is translating into hormonal output and neurological output. And that actually impregnates the energy. Your body is a huge participant in your ability to deliberately influence your day. So if you're constantly complaining about how much your body hurts and how it's done you wrong and, and how it never heals and how you've tried everything, and you are literally putting up a wall, like a glass, a glass wall in between you and the very vessel that is truly engaged in all other three areas. And I hope if you learn nothing else from what I'm, we're talking about today, you learn that everything is interconnected. You can't separate your body from your mental mind, your mental mind from your your emotions and, and all of it from your energy. You can't. All of it ha- participates. You know, it's like four legs of a stool of a table. One leg goes, table falls over. Two legs go, table isn't good and anywhere near standing up. Yeah, you need all four legs and they all interconnect with each other and they all like to interrelate with each other. Remember, when you feel good, remember how your body feels? When, when we feel good, you have a big rush of excitement, you know, of joy, of ecstatic joy. You know, all of a sudden, those pains in your back go away. You know, because <laughs> you're too busy jumping up and down with excitement. You're like, oh, wait, I forgot my back, my, you know, I've seen this with my mom. You know, <laughs> she she looks at me when I walk in the door and she's hunched over and I, how you doing, my, oh, my God, my back, oh, this, oh, that. Then my niece walks in the door and she adores my niece. My niece, you know, Walk in the door, you know, five, six, seven years old. Now she's 14. She's still, she walks in the door. My mother goes from one shoot out, one foot out of the grave to standing straight up. Okay, let's cook. Let's do this. Let's do this. You know, because her emotions, her endorphins kick in when she sees my niece. So um, it, it's fascinating. And then, of course, when I call it to her attention, she slumps over again and starts hobbling and, and everything. We have kind of a family joke about it. 
But whenever she sees her grandkids, a whole different layer of emotion and mental, you know, machinations and physical and energetic lift happens. And so nothing is necessarily set in stone. All right. So the final thing I'll I'll say, and then I'll, then we'll take a break, and we'll, then we'll start the reading. We see a lot of you have called in. Is that um, water? Water is extremely important as well for influencing your day. I know that sounds a little crazy, but water is an amplifier of energy. And if you're drinking, if you get up and you drink a nice glass of water, you know you can add lemon juice or not. But you know people have all kinds of rituals. I'm just talking about the actual water itself. Um, after you do all the, you know, the, some of the stuff we're talking about. And I'm talking, you could do your, your the three pages I'm talking about in 15 minutes, do a little stretching for two minutes, you know. Um, tackling the hardest thing first is, you know, however long that takes. Move, you know, moving your body, having that vision of how you want the day to, to end, which could take, you know, all of 60 seconds. We're, you're really talking about, what, 15, 20 minutes investing yourself in the morning to influence how you'd like your day to go. Now, drinking water at the end of all of this really, really helps to set the energy in motion. It's an amplifier, and it also enables you to, it's really for the energetic, you know, it creates flow in your life, which is the whole point of this whole exercise. And it um, it it lets your body do its job, okay? It creates that circulation, and and that's what you really want. Very, very powerful. Add these things together, and you will have a much better day. I can guarantee you that. I know whenever I ask you to do anything I haven't done myself, I've tested all this in my own life for many, many years, and um, and when I asked the guys this week, what do you want to talk about, this came up. So I am assuming that many of you listening in and those listening to the podcast uh, will be uh, needed to hear this. So don't chalk it all up as a fact, okay? This stuff really works, and it's going to be really, really important going forward as the energy continues to shift and accelerate. Okay, um, before we take a break, I had one more quick announcement. I know that a lot of you access our show on Blog Talk, but we are going to be now coming up in the next, I, I hope it's in the net, within the next week, um, on iTunes, and also we are already on Stitcher.com, I-T-C-H-E-R, Stitcher.com. So if you guys have, you know, have the app of, you know, that you're, we'll be in, you know, certainly in iTunes, so you'll, you'll be able to access that, us on your phones and, and whatnot, and if you have a Stitcher.com app, you can access the show there. You don't necessarily have to come to Blog Talk to your computer screen to hear the show. So I'm very excited about that. We're going to hopefully have all of our archive shows in iTunes. We have to, Sam is sorting all of that out. We're just waiting for the final approval from Apple because uh, that takes about a week. So just wanted to let you know that that will be coming up as we go into our break. So when we come back, we'll start with some conversations with you all. And please remember, we'd like a specific question and um, focus. A focused question, okay? Not the, what do you see for me in my love life? I need a real focused question. And the number to call in if you'd like to get in the queue is 347-215-9485. That's 347-215-9485. I'm Mari. You're listening to the AHA Moments radio show, and we'll be right back. 
step back in time to the very beginning, before life as we know it existed. Stones have been on this earth since before the inception of man. They are keepers of ancient wisdom and messages. Tap into the profound wisdom of stones and let your journey begin at the Rock Girl Sacred Stone School. Let the Rock Girl take you back to those ancient days to learn firsthand the language and the secrets of stones. The Rock Girl will teach you how to develop your very own technique of communicating with them, allowing you to embark on your own path of self-discovery. Courses include Reiki, psychic development, chakra balancing and auric cleansing, hands-on healing, and more. Visit sacredstoneschool.com for classes and workshops taught exclusively by the Rock Girl of therockgirl.com. Do you ever get a hunch about something and ignore it, only to find out later you were right after all? Do you know that you're intuitive but need help interpreting what you get? Need quick answers to burning questions but don't have the time to wait for a private reading? Then Mari's Intuitive Living Oracle Cards are the tool for you. 45 gorgeous laminated cards and a full book of interpretations come together in a beautiful velvet bag. The cards have been designed and energized to give you the answers right now. No more sleepless nights weighing pros and cons. Ask the cards your questions and see what message your intuition has for you. To learn more and get your deck now, go to the store at www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the Intuitive Living Cards now. That's the store at ahamomentsinc.com. The answers are truly within your reach. Are you at a crossroads in your life? Facing big decisions about your life purpose, business, relationships, or other major issues? Are you wondering why you may be delayed in getting what you want? Or if you have special guides who are helping you? Then investing in a private intuitive reading with Mari is just what you need. As a third generation spiritual intuitive, Mari has worked with thousands of clients over the past 18 years. During your private session, you will learn who your guides are. Receive insight on the core issues that need attention and get new perspective, clarity, and inspiration on what to do next. To register, go to www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the Work with Mari tab to get all of the details. There are a limited number of spots each month, so go to www.ahamomentsinc.com for yours now. Living the life you are really meant to live? Soul Lifetimes Magazine is your online source for creating the life you truly desire. When you register for your free subscription at www.soullifetimes.com, you get access to a world of resources that will help you to get the answers you seek and inspire you to take charge of your world. Tap into your body, mind, and spirit with articles from some of the most well-known conscious thought leaders and teachers on metaphysics, soul talk, soulmate relationships, quantum healing, astrology, food for the soul, style, and more. When you join us to create a joyful lifestyle for a new way of being, you truly contribute to raising the consciousness of the world. Subscribe for free at www.soullifetimes.com and never miss an issue of this innovative and insightful digital magazine. 
Soul Lifetimes magazine is about living happier, healthier lives full of purpose, joy, and abundance. Subscribe now for free at www.soullifetimes.com. We look forward to seeing you there. We're back. I'm Mari. You're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show. And today we're talking all about the best ways to deliberately influence how your day will go. So I hope that if you listen to the beginning of the show that you got something out of that, put the stuff to the test and give yourself a month with it. I know that might sound like a long time, but give yourself a month. I guarantee you're going to save, you're going to see a big difference in your world and how things go and mostly in how you build your confidence um, to really being able to trust <clears throat> that you can use your energy and let it participate a lot more, you know, a co- consciously participate more in your life. I think that so many people think it's just for, you know, Tuesday radio shows and, you know, maybe Sunday listening to Oprah Super Soul Sunday that you would try this, some of this stuff. But it's really operational pretty much 100% of the time. So you might as well get it to operate in your favor and not use your own energy against you. So, okay, so let's go ahead and get started with some with some of these questions. Again, I ask if you could please be a bit specific, and um, we only, you know, we have like 60 seconds per person, so just just keep it, you know, to the point. So, um, first we have Camila in Brooklyn. Hi, Camila. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? And well, I'm hoping uh, my question will be specific enough. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so I was curious about um, new love energy or new work energy. Um, I don't know if that's specific enough. No. <laughs> so um, what, what is it about? Pick pick one category, love or career. And I'll pick what love. And, okay, so what would you, um, you like to know? I would like to know if you can sense the timing of of a new love. Okay, so do you have you don't have anyone in mind right now, right? No. Okay. Well, the first thing that came right into my channeling ear is six months, but it's kind of interesting that you tried to ask those two questions together because what you're really getting from your guides is that the career. Um, decisions will influence when you when the love comes through. So it's kind of interesting that they were intertwined, and that's what they they were telling me. That's why they were intertwined is because they are kind of going neck and neck with each other. But it's also because your career, this career shift, will bring in that new person. So I'm not sure that that person is going to be involved in your career. Like I don't know that it's definitely like you know a work, you know you, where you meet the person at work. I don't. It doesn't feel that way. But um, it will come from, you'll have more influence on finding the right person when you feel more confident in your day-to-day work just for you. So that, you know, so the thing that's going to really drive that person showing up because, he, you know, he, they can put him in random, you know. He could be, like, not there today and he's there tomorrow, you know. It's mm-hmm. really more confident enough that you're just saying, you know what, if he shows up today or next week or next month, that's fine. I'm having a good time. That yeah. when you get to that energy, that's when he's going to just bing pop in. 
So that's why you're feeling that intertwinement of the two. And I, so um, I would say that within the next six months, you'll this is all going to work itself out. I'm going to have to jump to the next person, but I hope that's giving you a little insight. Yes, thank you very much. And thanks for the, um, the tips earlier. They're really helpful. Oh, good. Oh, good. I'm glad. I'm glad it helped. Wonderful. Thank you. Thanks for calling in, Camila. Okay. So next we have Suzanne in Long Island. Hi, Suzanne. Yes, hi. Um, I was wondering the same thing. When do you see new love from coming into my life? Okay. Now, you're a little different. It feels like... Have you been doing a lot of Internet dating? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it feels like you're just like like almost going after the internet like uh like you would go after a job. Um, yeah, but no more, I'm done. Yeah, well you say that but then you find another site and start over again and But I really well, am because be I haven't met anybody. Well that's because it see, you know, it's interesting because those the, the machinery is not the issue, it's your energy. It's your energy. Oh. And I you know how I know that you do a lot of internet dating? Because the way you ask me the question, it might seem like benign to you. Like, okay, just ask her, you know. She shouldn't get specific, so I gave her a specific question. But the tone in your <laughs> voice sounded like you wanted to hang yourself. You're so over it. It's like, yeah. so, you know, and, and that, and, and I say, you know, hang yourself loosely. I'm just being facetious. But what I'm saying is you're, there's an exhaustion in your voice, and that piece, just like Camila, it's important for you to get back to you now. It's important to you to get back to you now. When you get back to you and it's not all about is he going to get here and when is he going to get here, you are going to find that he just shows up. And any of those sites are a potential of where he'll be. Quite frankly, um, it's looking like it's another six to nine months out before the ultimate person comes in. But you can accelerate that. You focus on you. And I know you hate to hear that because most people who are, have the anxiety you have about finding a relationship do, but that's the very thing that's keeping it away. So it has nothing to do with oh, the right guys and online. He's out there. It's, it's the right you needs to come up so you can have that magnetic pull so he shows up. And if they brought you the right guy right now, they're telling me that you would be bored out of your mind. Because you're looking for something a little different right now because it's kind of filling in a blank for you as opposed to just being like a, you know, cherry on the... T- like they're saying, they're like, they're, they're like, give her the dessert analogy. And the dessert analogy is the guy's just literally the cherry on the top. He's not the ice cream. He's not the whipped cream. He's not the sauce. He's just the cherry when it comes to life in general, like the, that metaphor. So you're kind of looking for him to be the whole Sunday. And if you can just... Get you as the whole Sunday, and then him as the cherry, he's going to pop right in. So that's what I'd focus on over the next six to nine months. I think you'll start to see a big shift. And I have to jump yeah, to the no, next what I do, I want to be sort of walking and stuff like that, so I don't know what you mean, just focus on me. Just don't go on the intimate for six months and just walk? Walk about what? I don't understand. I mean, like, focusing on me, what do you mean, just walk? Like, I, I'm going to start doing that, but, I mean, I work and walk and... Well, career, doing things that you find, hobbies, things that are enriching to you, you know, things that don't necessarily require a man to be involved in, but things that make your own heart sing. Okay. All right. Good luck All with right. that. Have a great Thank night. You. Thanks for calling in. You too. 
Okay, next we have, let's see. Um, wait, I'm just looking at the board here. Okay, Mary in Florida. Hi, Mary. Hello? Yes, Hi. I'm here. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Um, I wanted to know, uh, I wanted to make a move in June when my lease is up, but I'm not financially able to. And in the interim, I got um, notice of an increase at that time. And today I spoke with the owner to try to see if uh, we could negotiate and maybe not raise my rent because I'm actually an excellent tenant and don't cause any problems and I'm very clean. So um, I was supposed to get an answer by the end of today, but I guess things got busy and they didn't get back to me. And so I'm kind of hanging fire right now wondering how things were going to work out. Hmm. Well, it does feel like... I, I think you're going to be okay with that place. I don't. I think that what you're trying to negotiate, it may be a little different than what you, you know, what you're offering. But it's. I don't think you're going to have as big of an increase as they, you know, as you might, as they might well, have originally stated. Because they, you um, think they will increase, though. I think they probably will to some extent, but not horrible. Mm-hmm. Well, they wanted um, to do 50 and I'm already paying quite a bit for where I'm at. And I explained to them my situation um, right now. And uh, no, I understand. I understand. Um, I, I, I'm just, I can only tell you what I see. I'm not trying to do this logically or go through, like, how and what they said. Yeah, I'm just saying energetically. It feels like they're going to come back with a little bit. You know, but not there's not. I don't. I'm not feeling that there's going to be no increase at all. I don't oh. think that. I don't know that they'll go with that. Um, but it does feel also like another place is going to come up that's actually going to be better for you. So I would definitely before my lease is be open is actually up in June. Well, it's only what April. You've got some time. Right. I had so to get it does feel like that. I had to sign a contract like sixty days in advance and I couldn't find anything reasonable who will hold it for sixty days. So Right, right, um, right. I don't have moving expenses now, so that's why I'm wondering. Yeah. Um it does feel like it's all gonna work out in your favor. So I I'm not sure I'm not I'm gonna have to jump on to the next person. I mean this is getting too big for a radio show. But uh, what I would say is that it feels like um, some they will come back with something for you from the place that you're currently at was that's a little more palatable and I also feel do feel that there'll be another um, opportunity for you to move someplace that's actually even a little better than where you're at now. I can't tell you the how or the when, but it does feel like that's going to happen for you. So I think one way or the other, you're going to land on your feet. You'll be fine by June. By June. Oh, sure. that was wonderful. Yep. Well, I do appreciate your input. Thank you very much. Uh, Thank can we you so much for calling you. In. All right. Yes, you can still. Uh, oh gosh, I don't know what she was asking, Sam. Um, all right, hang on. Mar- Mary, what were you saying? Yeah, my Didn't question you... was: you said something about switch switching from Blog Talk. Does that mean you won't be on Blog Talk anymore? No, no. Anymore? I will definitely still be on Blog Talk. It's, we're just adding some channels for people oh. to listen to on iTunes and Stitcher. Yep, we'll still be here. All right, great. All right, I'll tune but, in again. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so Good much, day. Mary. Take care. Have a great night. You too. Thanks. Okay, uh, next we have Diane in Massachusetts. Hi, Diane. 
Hi, Mari. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Thank you. Thanks for taking my call. Oh, you're welcome. Um, I, I've been working as a kindergarten aide for the past 10 years. I enjoy it. It's it's also convenient. It's down the street, and, I, you know, the paycheck is okay. It's not what I would like to be. Um, I also am a lifelong um, have aware of my contacts with my star family and have since kept millions of journals and um so in the back of my mind it was always I should write a book and then when your first thing off the topic that you were talking about was getting up in the morning and writing and then you said the time 444 which is one of my numbers so I said okay I'm supposed to be here listen to Mari today oh um, good that was cool and you made great points those are all great points to do every morning we just have to make sure we do them yeah thank you so uh my question is, um, I feel I feel somewhat that I may be ready to leave this job, although it's not banging on my door sleeve, but more of a right. moving forward with my spiritual self, and I'm not sure if it's now time to write that book about my contacts. I want it to be in a spiritual um, sense and an uplifting, not your average contact book, if you know what I mean. Yes, yes. Yeah. So if, if oh. time, if that has to do with the career change, if that would take the next step to it, I think you can do it while you're doing your present job. I think those kids okay. adore you, and I think you're really a big, a big contribution. And quite frankly, they're according to the guides, and I'm getting some galactic energy for you. A lot of those kids that you're working with are part of that galactic energy that you're connected to. So they're you're, they're kind of like the special ones, the special ones kids. So I wouldn't necessarily jump out of that job. They're saying kind of no, not to necessarily jump out of the job, but okay. absolutely start the writing of the book. For sure. Okay. And, that, and, you know, books take so long to go forward yes. that, you know, write it sooner than later. Um, okay. You know, it'll take, the, you know, another year or two anyway for it to see the light of yes. day, you know, as far as audience and stuff are getting picked up by a publisher. And then once the yes. publisher buys it, it's another year after that if, if you're lucky. So I would get yeah. going with it for sure. But I wouldn't necessarily leave your job yet. You're doing a great job. Well, thank you. Can I ask your opinion? Yeah. Would you? feel self-publishing or a publisher out there would pick it up? Uh, I know self-publishing. It feels feels like it might start off self-publishing because in order for a publisher to pick it up, you'd have to have an audience already and, like, you know, a platform and all that. That's the only reason why my book got bought so fast is because I had all, you know, tens of thousands of people and all the telephones and all that stuff. So there was a kind of a built-in audience to buy the book. I would start off with the idea of self-publishing, but you never yeah. know if you write a really dynamite book, send mm-hmm. it out to a bunch of literary agents, you know, go through that process and, you know, get the agent and, and go forth and conquer. You know, you can always go both, pursue both routes simultaneously, yeah. you know. That's but what I stuff. definitely would say is, I would, you know, I'm going to have to jump to the next person, but what I definitely yeah. say is start writing now. Okay. Thanks, Mark. I appreciate it. You're so welcome, sweetie. Have a great night. Good luck with everything. Okay. Next we have oh my um oh gosh, I'm having trouble seeing the board today. All right, we have Jody with anxiety. I think that's what Sam said. No, Jody from Oregon and he put anxiety. Okay. Hi Jody. This is Jody in Portland. Jody in Portland, okay. Yes, with anxiety. So my question, um, I'm going to try and just ask one. And my business, as I do my taxes, is just a huge, like, it seems like 
hobby and not a real business. And I'm just wondering, I'm really wanting to transform it and how to do that. I just not, I feel like it's not working. It's very stagnant what I've been doing and I just need to grow into something else and how to do that and what you see. Uh, you asked me a question that would take like a six-week course. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm not saying that's a bad question. So, so essentially, you're looking at everything in your taxes, and you're saying, okay, this is not an enterprise. This is something that I enjoy doing. It's nice to get paid a little money, but I need something that's going to carry me. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, something even more satisfying personally and financially. Yeah. The reason why your the money isn't coming in is just for that second sentence. You just said that's more satisfying personally and financially. The money the money aspect and the enterprise aspect is very directly connected to how much fun you're having, and that I know from my own business. You know, um, mm. that's why I change up things quite a bit. You guys see me change a lot of things because I get bored, and I was like, okay, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I got to, you know, I'm done talking about the angels. Let's do the, the akashic. I'm at it, you know. And then I'm like, okay, I'm over the akashic. Let's talk about the but it, it's true. It's it. You have to keep your energy involved and invested in what in what you're doing for it to turn over and be able to support you. Um, it mm-hmm. feels to me though that your situation is you leave, you have a tendency to put your back up against the wall and push yourself to the limit, and then you go and you sort of like pop the clutch and expect to go. And so yeah. it feels to me like you need to sort of take a step and number two things. One they're saying is get more education. So don't be afraid of going and doing some uh they call it I've never heard them use this word before, but <laughs> deliberate dabbling where you're you're, you know, kind of like going to more of a buffet style, saying, Okay, I want to try this, okay, let me see how that feels and how that makes me feel and do I feel inspired and I'm gonna try that and I'm gonna try that. Now, when you try them, I want you to put on try on two hats if you do each thing. So let's say you want to go get be a Reiki master. I'm not saying to do that by any means. I'm just using it as a quick example. When you go into that Reiki class, you ask yourself, okay, first of all, does this make sense to me? Like, does, how does this feel? This feels cool. Okay, fine. Now, then you put on that. Could I, would I want to do this just for my own personal use? Or would I want to, does this have enterprise written all over it for me? Now, your answer will come from a little bit different place than you might think. Sometimes we get into something and we have this big crescendo of, oh, my God, I'm so passionate about this. Oh, this this is amazing. And we think that when we feel that way, that's the thing we should make money from. That's not necessarily the case. Because mm-hmm. if it's that meaningful to you, sometimes you don't want to put the financial burden on it. So, for instance, I could easily be a dance teacher and I could easily own a stable and teach riding, you know, horses. But those are my two passions that I don't let anybody touch. I want to always be an amateur. You know, I don't want to put mortgage on that, on top of that. I don't want to put, you know, it has to put clothes on my back or food on the table on those two sports. I just want them to be complete liabilities on my balance sheet so I can have fun without any pressure. Now, Mm -hmm. when it came to my spiritual work, I'm very passionate about spiritual work, but not quite in the same way as those, you know, like, oh, I can't get enough of it kind of you know, thing. And mm-hmm. that's how I knew, okay, this is the work that I could put the financial pressure on because I am good at it and I enjoy it, but it's not that sacred space. You know, this is the space I'm willing to share with the public. I'm willing to put up against all the criticism that I get because we get it when we, you know, the more successful you get, the more criticism you get. 
You know, mm-hmm. it's the thing that I'm willing to put the financial pressure on. It has expandability. It, it you know, it has flexibility. Um, it's in demand. You know, so when you go mm-hmm. and do your deliberate dabbling, you need to look at it a little differently. I think people get all excited because there's a lot of practitioners out there. I see one one girl who's extraordinarily popular and well known. She's got millions of people following her and everything. She's in this whole thing. Make your passion into your business and blah blah blah. You know, the whole crusade. And I think that's fine, but it really does lead people to think that they love to do crochet and they should be able to make $150,000 a year from their crocheting because <laughs> that's their passion, you know, yeah. and not necessarily to be an enterprise. And mm-hmm. if you told them what it really would take to make that $100,000 from that crocheting business, they don't want to do it because they just want to have fun yeah. with it. It's like... I love real estate, everything about real estate. I love the interior. I love going, looking at houses. I love the investment aspects. I love looking at the real estate markets. And, the, and people always say, oh, I've had 10 real estate agencies ask me to go get a license and come. And I'm like, no, I just do it for myself. I don't hmm. want to be carting people around in my car, showing them, you know, house after house after house. You know, yeah. I just love it for myself. You have to be willing to be honest with yourself and go, when you go, and I wanted to do a class on this. Maybe I will at some point. But you really, you know, finding that sweet spot is a little different than what people think. And mm-hmm. it, you may not want to do, you want to, you ask yourself, when you do your deliberate dabbling, maybe you say, okay, I'm going to go and I'm going to paint. And, you know, artists, I have a, have a tendency that they're so all or nothing, they're so black and white, it's they have to do their art, otherwise they can't function, you know. In, mm-hmm. in which case, then they get a good manager and they have somebody, you know, a gallery take them on and all that kind of stuff. But unless you're, like, at an extreme like that, and it feels to me like you have a lot of talent, so your guides are saying deliberate dabbling, but start to ask the questions a little differently and don't just assume that if you get in there and you feel like this is setting my world on fire, that it's necessarily a thing that could be an enterprise. Yeah. And, you know, I think yep. I think you're super powerful and you're going to with this just this little bit of you're just missing a little bit of information, but with this little perspective change, because it feels like your energy shifted even just this little conversation, you're going mm-hmm. to find your way. You know, but give yourself permission to ask questions. And give yourself permission that it's just because your heart flips and skips a beat and your butterflies flutter doesn't mean that it's an enterprise. Yeah. Also, if you yeah. really don't like it and every you think, oh, everybody else is doing this and they're making money from it, that's not for you either. You're beyond that. So oh, there's okay, a little okay. sweet spot in there, okay? I'm going to have to jump okay. off and get to end the show. Sam's going to kill me. But um, Thank you so much. I hope that helps. I hope that yeah, helps. Yeah, it does. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great night. Thanks for calling in. Okay, so we are at the end of yet another AHA Moments radio show. I just can't believe it. Um, That was a really fast hour, Sam. Uh, Okay, so if you'd like to get an Akashic Record reading, a lot of you listening in, it would really help you with perspective. Um, I'm hearing the questions. That's why I like to take your calls. I'm hearing your questions, and those records have been really uncovering in a very short period of time some really astounding things, and we're doing um, healing within those records as well so it can kind of get you get you some clarity. So if you'd like to do that and you'd like more information, just send us um, an email at support 
at ahamomentsinc.com. And also, if you'd like to do a VIP day with me in person or on the phone, that would be great, too. So you can send another email to support at ahamomentsinc.com for that information. And join us here next week, same time, same place. And we'll end with my motto, which is, you truly can have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it, too. And in this new energy, anything is possible. Take care, everybody. Have a great week. You've been listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show with your host, Mari. Be sure to visit her blog and website at www.ahamomentsinc.com. That's A-H-A, moments with an S, inc.com. Also join Mari on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash ahamomentsinc and Twitter at twitter.com slash ahamoments. We can't wait to see you there.